So one of our um, many wonderful traditions here at St. Joe's is uh, we have a Father's Day reflection on uh, this day where we celebrate fathers. So I'd like to introduce Sean Park uh, to offer some uh, words to us. Sean. Good morning, and happy Father's Day to the fathers, grandfathers, uncles, stepfathers, father-in-laws, and all the other father figures in our lives. We'd like to thank you for all that you do. And I'm no expert at being a father. I'll start with that. In many days, I feel like I'm just figuring things out, and I hope some of you feel the same. As the name of the program applies, I'm here to provide a reflection and share some words of advice as a father of three. And before I do get into that, I do want to share another piece of advice if you wonder how I came to be standing here today. If you ever receive a text message from Pastor Father Trout saying, please give me a call at your convenience, <laughs> you should call him back or don't if you don't want to end up standing here. <laughs> my first thought when I received the message was, oh no, what's wrong? Similar to when I receive a text from my own father. Um, but <laughs> so I started to think um, that there was something there, but of course I called him back. It was him indeed. And um, joking aside, I am flattered and honored to be sharing some thoughts with you today. And it's great to see so many friendly faces. For those that we have not met, uh, my name is Sean Parks and my wife Andrea and I have been married for nearly 16 years uh, this July. And I have three children, Caden who is 11, Stella who is nine, and Emmett who is seven. And you may recognize me from a few places. Uh, right here at St. Joe's, so we have been uh, members here since we moved to Libertyville uh, five years ago. And we do really appreciate the sense of community that not only Father Trout and Father Martin have created, along with all of you, um, with their leadership of bringing the community get together. St. Joe's is such a staple um, that really drew us here and keeps us here. Stella attended preschool here. All three of the children go to Faith Formation. So we spend some time here at St. Joe's. Um, in addition to many of you perhaps in the community, I work at AbbVie. I've been there for three years and I work in the patient services organization and very proud of the culture that they've created in addition to the variety of medications that we, we help so many um, individuals. The kids go to Oak Grove School and so we are members of uh, the almost first, um, the first grade uh, and fourth and sixth grade. Uh, coming up. We spend a lot of time at the Oak Grove soccer, or I'm sorry, the uh, GLSA soccer fields. All kids play soccer. Um, so we are in the travel leagues and uh, the rec leagues. I've been known to coach. Uh, so we spend a lot of time over at, at the fields. We also participate in basketball, baseball, piano, dance, <laughs> a lot of different activities at various points of locations and times throughout the year. And we're not doing any of those activities. We, we do, as a family, enjoy spending time outside. So you, you may see me riding my bike um, or you know, walking the dog, spending time working in the yard, camping. Uh, so we, we like to be outside as much as we can. So with that introduction, there was a couple of things that I started thinking about in terms of my experiences as a father. And first of all, I, I'm thinking back to when Andrew was pregnant with Caden. And we were a young family preparing a home and a family and a career. And I remember reading, uh, there's a book called Freakonomics by Stephen Dubner and Stephen Levitt. And it was described as a mix of pop culture and economics. So I was excited to see there was a chapter that talked about um, 
being a parent and how much a parent has an impact on a child's life. So unexpectedly, I, reading a book on economics, I was expecting, you know, not expecting to be getting some free parenting advice out of it. Um, so when I saw that chapter, I was excited. And um, since it was written back in 2005, I don't think there's any spoilers here if, if you haven't read it yet. Um, but they pulled together all these different data sources and they tried to find a correlation of what makes a good parent. And so jumping ahead to the conclusion, they eventually found that there was one data point that drew, had a bigger correlation than any other things. And that was, if you're the type of person to buy a parenting book, and it didn't matter which one it was or if you even read it, but because you were the type of person that cared enough about what it meant to be a good parent or a good father, there was a higher correlation or probability that you were going to have a positive impact on that child's life. So I thought that was an interesting starting point, but obviously there's more to being a father than just buying a book because parenting is hard. <laughs> For me, it's not just about keeping up with the busy calendar. It's that constant sense of concern about their safety and ensuring that those individuals are thriving. It's also been said that 90% of success is just showing up. And I think that's true about being a father as well, but to me, showing up is more than just physically being there. It's about having that grit and that tenacity of every day to ensure that the kids are safe, they're fed, they're being polite, and we're raising them to be a good person. It's about being at their events and being engaged in that activity. And it's cheering them on and letting them know how proud you are. And so just like my own father who supported me in all of my activities from soccer games to track meets to graduations to our wedding and to this day when we call and ask for help with the grandkids, I think all of these little moments add up and it makes a difference in the children's lives. And I recall something else I, I heard or read somewhere along the way, which is a woman feels like a mother when they first learn or have that mother's intuition of, of being pregnant. And in many cases for the father, it's at the moment where the child is born. And again, I think that was, is very true for me as well. We all knew we were becoming fathers. We were preparing. And in my case, it was supporting Andrea, going to doctor's appointments, building the crib, painting the nursery, doing that work and that effort to, to be there and, and preparing. But you don't truly feel that sense of amazement, that faith, that awe, until, each, you, until you hold the babies for the first time. And that was true for me for each of the three of our kids. And it's something I can barely describe, and it's nothing I've ever felt before or since. And so I fast forward from those early years and look at the three little people that they are becoming. For those of you that are still in the newborn and toddler years, and I hear some of you out there, I had a joke prepared about the crying room, but I don't think there's very many people in it today. <laughs> you do feel like you're in survival mode, and that's because you are. But being a parent is never easy. In some ways, as they get older, it just gets a little easier. They're developing confidence, building relationships, and it's in these moments when a fellow parent says, Caden has great manners. Stella is welcome at our house anytime. Emmett is a pleasure to have over. Those are the moments where I feel the most proud because I know that we're doing our best to teach them and they're showing up outside, uh, outside of our awareness, right, in, in, in the wild, as I like to say, and they're bringing those good things to other people. Because at the end of the day and the end of every day, 
I realized that the most important thing about being a father is having kids who are healthy and kind and compassionate. So in summary and conclusion, to all the fathers and future dads, my best advice is show up, do your best, and have fun. Happy Father's Day, and thank you.